Mensa presents SCP. The Steve Dangle Podcast with your hosts, Steve Dangle and Adam Wild. Before we take a deep dive into Lake Eugene. <laughs> wow, that's a, a deep, good intro. A deep dive into Lake Eugene. I think there's something we need to talk about, and that's the fact that the Steve Dangle Podcast is finally getting together with Puck Talks. So I heard. <laughs> Steve was blissfully unaware. Uh, April the 7th, uh, Saturday, it is the last home game of the year. We're going to do it, uh, we're, we're going to talk before the game, so it, like doors are at 5, we're going to do the show at 5.30, and then it's a bar, so you can hang out and do whatever you want afterwards. It's Saturday night, what do you do? Yeah. So, anyway, uh, yeah. When the game starts, the event is technically over, so yeah. we don't get in trouble. <laughs> yes. Uh, so yeah, it's the. Uh, it'll be our. I think this is our first. Is it our first Steve Dangle podcast live, or do, was was we did the one, one in the Panago Pizza where yeah. maybe a dozen people came yes. and Dave Alter for some reason. <laughs> That's right. No, well, it wasn't a dozen people came. It was that we invited a dozen yeah. people. We and had a limit. We like people oh, won the prize. Didn't right? we like make yeah. them pizza too or something like yeah, that? Yeah, you we, guys made pizza. Yeah. You went behind the. That's cool. The and desk, we did a yeah. dough tossing competition. Yeah, it's, I it's lost. a little weird that we <laughs> it's taken this long to do a live show again, but it'll be a live show in front of people. Imagine that. Uh, so that'll be fun. That's April 7th. Uh, if you want to RSVP and come, tickets are free. Homestand.ca. You know, I thought it took the Leafs a little while to fire Dave Nonis, but once they did, boy, did they really turn that <laughs> franchise around. Where? So this event? is our first one. Uh, it's uh, 255 Bremner Boulevard. Boulevard. It's the rec room. It's oh, next to, or no, it's connected to Steam Whistle. Yeah. Okay. Which, yeah. I mean, if you're from Toronto, you, you know. for sure know where that is. So, yeah. And you also have the internet. <laughs> I'm confident that you will find a way to get here. I'm sure you'll find it. Yeah. I, I just said hope, homestand.ca if you want RSVP and come out. I think it's going to be a blast. And we've got other stuff we'll reveal. You think it'll suck? Yeah, it's going to it's going to fail. It's homestand.com. Oh, oh no. Well, I was told homestand.ca. No, it says, it says homestandsports.com. Well, it says homestand.ca on me. the official RSVP. Yeah. We'll have to talk to Mr. Kennedy nah, about nah. that. Homestand.ca also works. <laughs> ah, there you go. See, you can use all the URLs that Jesse. <laughs> you know what would have been cool is just leaving it at homestand.ca. So, yeah, guys, it's going to be great. <laughs> no, we, I needed to see if this Did you actually works. Adam? I didn't Steve this. I believe Jesse Steve this. I oh, didn't. you Steve this. I'm the one who's checking to see if this actually works. Well, I mean, it does say so on the Facebook in that I'm currently looking at. Just mm. to confirm, Steve didn't Steve this? Mm-hmm. Wow. All right. It's all right. It's I'm only because to... we didn't give you time to. I'm sure we would have got there. I'm, try- <laughs> I'm trying to RV- RSVP. Homespucktalks.com. To our valued Senator's supporters, this has been a disappointing season for our team. Our place in the standing speaks for itself. Trust me, no one is more aware of this and more frustrated by it than I am. But one challenging year does not define our team. And if anything, the commitment to reestablish our great franchise and reclaim our place atop the NHL standings should unite all Senators fans, partners, and season seat members. Now is the time for us to focus on the future rather than dwelling on this difficult season. Who, who's that from? That's from... Who's signed Eric Carlson. That is from the president of the Ottawa Senators. I would love to I, know who wrote it. Well, <laughs> I would. I want to know how the president of the Ottawa Senators gets that job. Who did he apply to? I wonder. Uh, I think he applied to some guy who has a cottage on Lake Eugene. Ah. He applied to Danny Heatley, yeah. and he said, "Can I please?" Uh, um, yeah, no, good for him. I mean, whatever. He's doing well, the right listen, PR moves. This to me is the is the like this is the the PR change. 
in Eugene no, Melnick. No. This is the pivot, is it not? No, no. Let's we, a year from on now, this. we're going to be like, wow, Eugene is the most beloved man in, in Ottawa. He could run for mayor. Absolutely not. You Absol- don't think so? No, dude. We give it two weeks to marinate until the next thing happens. Like, it's going to be interesting to see how he finds a way to sneak back into the spotlight after the trade deadline with a team that's destined not to make the playoffs. It's going to happen. How's it going to happen? I can't wait to find out. You think so? I can't wait to see. I can't wait to hear about it on Tim and Sid. I, I can't wait. I feel like we're going to we're going we're going to hear a ton of rumors about Eric Carlson heat up as soon as the second round hits. First round, the there just second. won't be room. It's the second round because the first round is like a demolition derby. It's just like twelve cars going bang, 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 or sixteen, and then and then the, the you know then then there's like room for headlines in the second and third it rounds starts. because it's like well you know in between games we got to talk about something and you know there's only so many games on tonight and then towards the Stanley Cup final it's like oh we're close to a deal on Eric Carlson and then that heats up in the Stanley Cup final big time yeah because it's right before the draft. There isn't a game every day, mm-hmm. and all the journalists get together, and they basically drink in whatever city they're in, and they get a little punchy. You know what I heard? This friggin' Melnick. We're two weeks away from vacation here. Yeah. Enjoy your Stanley Cup. What if he's going to be gone in the next three days, suckers? <laughs> and they can smell it. Yep. They can smell it. Yep. And they just want to go home, and they're ready to blow the doors off, and that's when all the silly stuff mm-hmm. uh, happens. I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait. Can you imagine? A Western Conference final between Vegas and Nashville. How many things leak just because people are like, guess what? <laughs> You'll never be able to trace who leaked it. Who? How will they survive? Like, <laughs> oh. having been down there for one game, one game in Nashville with the with some of the media members, uh, oh, dude. I don't know how they're going. And then last. Vegas. I almost didn't make my plane home. I had to be woken up. <laughs> I got a you, phone call to the hotel room. Jesse, can you imagine Steve having to be woken up to be somewhere on time? Uh, isn't that his everyday life? <laughs> I, just I don't say. know what you mean. I'm hungover right now. Um, I didn't have Osh- a drop. Osh Vegas. Night. I have a question. Osh Vegas. Yeah, <laughs> wow. I love that. I'm stealing that immediately. Right. Stolen. Not even good. Osh Vegas is so Toronto Vegas. Like, no. What are we doing here? No. Miss Saga Vegas. Like, Brant Vegas. Vegas. Berlin, Vegas. <laughs> like, okay, now you're getting into suburbs that people from outside don't even know. Yeah, hey, it's too many here. Vegas. Oak Vegas. <laughs> Oak Vegas is anyway. See, Oak Vegas works though because it's usually any city that ends with Ville. That's why Belleville is Bell Vegas. No, it's not though. Anyone from Belleville calls it Bell Vegas. Hockey question. Mm-hmm. Yes. Is it naive of me to think that Eric Carlson is going to be a Sen for the rest of his life? No. No, I honestly... I, I, that's where I'm leaning right now. I kind of think it might happen. Yeah. Um, the only thing that makes me think it won't isn't his desire to win. It is his desire to get paid. Mm-hmm. And I just have a hard time believing the Sens are going to do that. Um, and it's funny. I saw a conversation on the hockey Twitter, TM. Will Carlson be a problematic contract in the back half of it because he's going to get paid. He's going to get what 11 12 million uh-huh. at least. How old is he going to be at the end of that? How old is he right now? Uh to answer your question before I look that up. I think every long contract is a problematic contract at the end of it, but you you pay for the years where it's not and then mm-hmm. you say, "Okay, fuck it." Like what 
Yeah. What contract <laughs> has ever worked out year year twelve into it? You it's know? the in ones that don't work out. Like Zach Parise. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and, well, and we would have found out with Ilya Kovalchuk, but you know, it's funny Lula like Morello one, and Ilya Kovalchuk. So year one, you're like, yeah, Minnesota did all right there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> now you're like, whoa, ooh, they can't. Uh, it's they the can't ones that in. don't work out like immediately. Troy Brower. <laughs> and oh. like we're two years did you in. see the Twitter? Was it you that and sent us the Twitter thing between Troy Brower? There was like a, a, a Kenny. Or oh, a, that was me. Yeah. Yeah, 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 Flames fan that said, "Let's buy out. Let's start let's a do a GoFundMe to buy out Troy Brower." And, and Troy like, Brower looked him up or found him. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. He's like, you can at least tag me in this. <laughs> Come on, Troy. Respect First to of Troy. all, okay, who's in the wrong there? The answer's Troy. What? Why are you getting involved, Troy Brower? Yeah. Come on. You're right. Uh, Eric Carlson uh, is 27. Here's the thing. My worry with Eric Carlson is this, and I could care less about his plus-minus stats. The guy's got 41 assists. He's pretty good. Plus-minus is the best stats. Yeah, it is. It it's is. Not, and, it's not very good. And, like, it was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> they made a story about it on one of the sports shows this morning, and they're like... Oh, like, plus-minus? Well, yeah, his plus-minus. And they're like... <laughs> And he's going up against, you know, he's top four in the league in terrible plus minus, and top of it is Oliver Ekman Larson. And I'm like, well, okay, they're both great <laughs> players, and Oliver Ekman Larson scored on Carlson, which brought them closer together, but Oliver Ekman Larson's still worse. And I'm going, they're both two of the best defensemen in the league. You can't, you cannot tell me that stat matters. It doesn't. No. But my worry with Eric Carlson. If you want to cover hockey for a living, if you want to work in hockey for a living, do it. I'm just letting you know. I'm going to say it every time. You can. There's a reason to remind you. If you want to, if you want to be you a can GM, you can. You can do it. Like, how lazy is that? <laughs> that's like you just got up in the morning. And I don't it's know like if that's that Family lazy. Guy it's thing. Just... It's the Family Guy thing where Ben Affleck is pretending to help Matt Damon write. All right, how about this? Uh, Carlson is bad because his his plus minus or some shit. I think Roll I don't, with that. that's I don't think they were saying minutes. he was bad. I think they're saying it's goofy. But I'm like Oliver Ekman Larson is also playing in this game, and he's also good, and his plus minus is also bad. He plays half an hour a night on a shit team. What did, what did you, what did you expect? expect? Well, and that's the so that's the thing. I'm I'm you know Carlson has not by people's judgments had a great year this year. Nor has the rest of the team. No, no. But my worry my worry is that ankle, man. If if you're giving up what you would have to give up to get Eric Carlson, and it was a lot, would you rather give that up to Eric Carlson or? Give a little less up for Oliver Ekman Larson, assuming he becomes available. And is Ekman Larson younger? Yes. Yes, he is. And doesn't have the injury history. None that I'm aware of. I don't know. It's just, it's... <laughs> none that I'm aware of because he's a coyote? <laughs> well, none that I can think of. Dude, you know what's funny? Last night at Puck Talks, a few he's people... He's one year younger. There you go. A few people so throw yeah. through little shots at the Coyotes and oh how much they suck. You know the Coyotes are one of the hottest teams in the league right now. Yeah, they are. <laughs> They're seven two and one in their last ten, and they were heading into last night too. So I, I don't know. And then they won again. So what, whatever it is in their last eleven, mm-hmm. I guess what is that eight two and one? They're still pretty I bad though. <laughs> oh, they're still last place. But they're one point out of second last with a game in hand. Mm-hmm. Here come the Coyotes, everybody. <laughs> Look out. It's going to be an all-desert first round. We're going to have the Coyotes versus the Golden Knights. <laughs> Can you imagine? I can't. It would be great. I can't. Um, uh, where were we going? We were, well, we were, originally, <laughs> we, were, we were originally talking about Ottawa, and Jesse right. asked a great question, which is, how problematic is that contract on the end of it? Or you asked the no, question. No, I asked that. And Jesse, and was Jesse like, had no, a great answer fine. to it. <laughs> so, so <laughs> no, it's fine. It's no, good. it's fine. Um, this is Cole's notes of what he said, but yeah. So on Carlson, <laughs> on the Carlson situation, 
Elliot Friedman dropped a little bomb. A little bum in 31 Thoughts, and he said, I'm convinced Nashville did more than kick tires on Carlson, which would have been an all-time blockbuster. A couple of sources indicated Toronto was looking to add another first-round pick, and it would have been interesting to see the Maple Leafs, uh, what the Maple Leafs were going to do with that. Don't know about Colorado or New Jersey, but both make sense from a logic perspective. I have a hard time believing Toronto would go after Ottawa. And if you're Ottawa, no matter what Toronto offers you, you have to like shoot it down on principle, don't you? No, the unfinough proves otherwise. No, that's a one-off. Like, you're not, dude, you can't trade Eric Carlson to the Leafs. No, no, you said they were going after the first-round pick. That's what Elliot wrote. They wouldn't be right. on Carlson. But that was in context in, of Carlson. No, yeah, sorry. They, they'd so, be in the deal. I, the, I oh. took it as Toronto would get into the deal to try and get a first-round pick out of it. Like oh, in the that's three was that's how, that's how I read it, trade. but maybe, maybe I read it wrong. Oh. See, I thought I read it as they were That's getting way more interesting because you're supposed yeah. to give up two first round picks. Apparently, as part of the deal, that was what they wanted for him. Right. I took it as they were acquiring the second first round pick so they could get in on the deal. That's interesting. Mm. That's or maybe how I they wouldn't have a multi team trade. To, it could be either. Yeah. Elliot was very. Oh. He's vague. I think on purpose for yeah. that. I would be too. That was very interesting. Elliot had a big week. He sure did. Headlines <laughs> last night were interesting. Uh, we'll get, we're getting into Elliot Friedman <laughs> versus the entire guy, city of Vancouver. I think he's going to do something with his career. I, he's going places. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you should all buy low on Elliot Friedman. <laughs> <laughs> that potential? <laughs> Through the roof. Oh, my God. Wow. He's at least a 90 potential. You know in NHL where they write the potential? He's a, he's a franchise potential. He's Whoa. right there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd take him first overall. Um, so yeah, I, uh, I with with Ottawa, it's funny, you know, they they stink. They know they stink. The owner writes a letter and says they stink. Sorry, we stink. Sorry, we stink. And hey, I'm aware of it. And no, I'm what what always bugs me is people going, I'm frustrated with so and so, and that person going, the person who was responsible going for it, saying, I am, I too am frustrated, and I'm more frustrated than you. To me, as an Ottawa fan, and I, it was it was sort of the same when the Leafs did this a few years ago. Remember when they wrote their letter too? Mm-hmm. I don't remember what this the specifics were, but when every time every time I hear someone going, "I hear you," and I'm even more frustrated, I don't I don't know that you would have written that letter had Ottawa fans not been out in like you know with their pitchforks and torches and that sort of thing, going, you know, we're we're upset with this rabble, rabble, rabble. Um, I I feel like Ottawa sends fans are probably more upset than. Eugene, maybe. I think you're right. Like and all the Melnick out stuff. Uh, I mean, holy smokes, my whole Twitter timeline this is just full of Melnick out avatars. I don't know who made that, but they should copyright it and make a million dollars. And then buy the cents, because that's all it'll take. <laughs> <laughs> maybe less. You'll have change left over. <laughs> you can claim some off waivers. That'll be great. No, yeah. but um, okay, you know what the cents should do? <laughs> that letter, fine. That letter is fine, whatever. You had a rough two weeks, mm-hmm. nothing but rumors about rough. you. Uh, well, okay. Eight months. A, out of a rough season, it was a particularly rough okay. week or two. Now you said your piece. Mm-hmm. Shut up. Shut up till the draft. That should be the last we hear out of anyone until, okay, Pierre Dorian has to talk at Locker Cleanup. I'm close with Eric Carlson. Yeah. Lock We're Melnick. Close. We're we're so close. He's getting an offer on July first if he's still a send. We have best friend bracelets. We went for beers at Applebee's and had ribs. I have one half. He has the other. <laughs> no, okay. Pierre Dorian has to speak at locker room cleanup day. Fine. Lock Melnick out of the building. You can't do by that. force if you have to. Yes, he you can. Is, he is the owner and the president. You do what you got to do. You got to do like Mario Kart. 
just booby trap the place with banana peels <laughs> and ice. Whatever you got to do, keep him out of that blue building. Blue shell with spikes? Yeah, blue shell with spikes. Uh, the lightning guy, whatever that is, yeah, where man. every player gets affected except the guy who activated it. What a dastardly deed. That's such a jerk move, by the way. such a jerk move, especially when you're right in front of the finish line. And then you go off the cliff. Oh, son of a gun, I was going to win for the first time tonight. You think Fortnite's frustrating? No, Mario Kart. Mm -hmm. Anyway, listen, shut up until at least minimum the draft. Right. Minimum. You know, the next time Melnick should speak publicly is either when they finalize something with LeBreton Flats or whatever. Yeah. Or when they finalize something with Carlson. And that is either a trade or a signing or what have you. He shouldn't talk ever again until that happens. Until that happens. Pierre Dorian gets one. Maybe he does like a little two-minute thing on Sportsnet at the draft. Oh, we're really up. excited. Yep, we're really excited. Got a lottery pick. We're really you know excited. What? That player we just picked, we think we got a good player. That's all you need to say. Yeah, that now, player from, and then he looks at the player's name that he wrote down in his hand because he doesn't freaking remember. Yeah, we think he's going to be a really good that? player. It's what? not going to happen. What? He's going to talk. Oh, I'm aware. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saving this little time capsule I just for think when they don't do it. This fact, was a good PR We were supposed move, to have him on the show on Friday. And then it, he canceled because that letter came out. And then so we're probably going to have him on the show next week. Melnick? Yeah. On Tim and Sid? Yeah, on Tim and Sid. He so he's not going to shut up. He can't help himself. <laughs> Why? That's Mel Why? <laughs> oh, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> That's Mel Nuts. You, you know when we need to hear about, uh, you know when we need to hear from like the 29th place team? Uh, is with about four weeks left in the season and two weeks after the trade deadline. It's important. Get his, you know, just get out there. <laughs> Shut up! I don't get it! Edmonton's going, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> oh my, and Bob Nicholson apparently. I didn't was, see this. I yeah, haven't I seen know. the interview either, and Oilers Twitter was melting down about it. Uh, Jim Benning. Oh, okay. Well, do you want to get Someone, into Vancouver right now? Uh, I mean, we can go to it. We can do talk over it. No, I don't mind at all. Just because it's a connecting well, thought? I, okay, so go to the, Jim Benning, and then we're going to get to Elliot Friedman versus the entire city of Vancouver. For Bob Nicholson, the athletic posted the uh, the context of the interview. Like, okay, the, can, you read through it? can you read through it while Steve brings this up, and then we'll we'll go into it? Sure. Yeah, could just, just, yeah. just see if we can edit it, it down, yeah. and I, I'd love to know what they were saying. Okay. Uh, you just want me to read it verbatim? Well, not not the whole article, but like if you could scan through that while Steve and I are <laughs> okay, talking about Vancouver. Thing. Yeah. Okay. Well, and, I, I'm not signed into the Athletic. Oh, but I will. Do you want my username? Uh, yes. <laughs> or do we got to do this? <laughs> okay. Give me a second. Oh, they have a thirty percent off sale. I it would... ends in forty four minutes. We are not selling subscriptions <laughs> to the Athletic. Listen, Jim Benning. Mm -hmm. Yes, I'm your login. Here's where I am with him. It's not his fault. It's not his fault. The Canucks, for the love of God, need to hire him a Paul Heyman. That guy can't cut a promo to save his life. <laughs> he needs a hype man. He needs someone to do his interviews for him. When was the last time you heard Mark Hunter talk? You don't. You don't. Because that's not his thing. I would, ne I would never expect him to talk. So that, give the context of this situation because... I think that there is a there's a lot going on here, and I believe it starts with the Canucks at the trade deadline only getting a, was it a third for Vanek or a fifth or something? No, they didn't even get a pick. They that didn't, was, that they didn't get anything. Yeah, that's right. They right, got uh, we Tyler Mott and for some reason UC Okinen. Right. 
Sure. Um, who is basically the chicken of this trade deadline? He's like, or, or of this season. It's like it's just we're just gonna p- toss that in vanilla. It's you, <laughs> vanilla, vanilla a rice cracker. <laughs> He's a vanilla chicken. Um, but it starts with the trade deadline, and then what happened was, and Elliot Friedman went on. I believe it was the Andrew Walker show or Andrew Walker. Oh my god! In the he was on there. every show. And he, oh, uh, Walker it, and Rintoul. Yeah. So they were they were doing um, they were talking in the afternoon, and essentially. What has come out is that, and I'm not sure if this came out in this in that specific Elliot Friedman interview, but what came out was that Benning, Linden, Canucks management, maybe even ownership, were upset with the way the media covered their trade deadline. Okay. And are upset with the way the media has been covering the team. Now, this team has finished bottom four for the last three years. This might be the third year in a row? Uh, something like that. Yeah, I, b- I believe you. So, <laughs> So people are going, what are you upset about? What exactly are you upset about? And they keep saying, well, you know, it's it's previous regime, previous regime, whatever. It's it's completely lack of direction. Well, and, and what came out from the 31 Thoughts podcast was Benning's press conference was such a shit show and the reaction to it from the public. Why, why was, was it so a shit, shit show? So like, it, was, it just it was poor. It's very poor. The guy the answers? can't talk. The guy literally can't talk. He can't talk. And it's not fair to make him. What talk. does he say? I'm trying to remember exactly what he said because now it's a couple weeks ago. But I don't know. It's basically he didn't. You know how there's the right things that you have to say mm-hmm. at the trade deadline. Well, we went out, which is a lot of nothing, but you still say it the right way, and people are like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> what do you say if you have a bad trade deadline? Uh the deal, right deal, wasn't out there. I think the correct answer is, yeah, I mean, that's what a lot of GMs say. I think the correct answer is very little. You speak as little as possible. Do you have a press conference? You get the do you need to have it. a press conference? I suppose you do, you do, because otherwise your lack of press conference is the story. You got to say something, you got to say very little. But basically, you know, it was basically we couldn't get anything and we couldn't get this and we couldn't get that and blah, blah, blah. So anyway, what came out on the 31 Thoughts podcast was... Basically, the press conference went so poorly that there was another executive in the NHL was just like, well, I got to go back and watch this because (laughs) Twitter is such a tire fire about it. I can't wait to see what he said. Right. It's unfair to make Jim Benning do these things. So let him just be the GM. Put out a translator. Like, do whatever you got to do. It's unfair. So Throw Trevor Linden to the wolf. He's not even that good, but he's miles better than poor Benning. So Elliot goes on the show, Walker Rintoul, and says that, there's a toxic, poisonous atmosphere around the Canucks right now, mm-hmm. and, that, and he reacted politely, proving <laughs> him wrong. And then, and then said something along the lines of, "There might be, they might be making some of their move, moves based on what the fans want, or based on pressure from the organ, from outside of the organization." How's that going? How's that going, boys? I'm going to read you something from the Providence, or the Providence, the Province, very not the Providence, <laughs> the Providence, and. And it, 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 it has to go with Elliot Friedman, and Elliot's going to hate that we even are, t- are bringing this up, because I think this whole thing made him very uncomfortable. Well, because he was kind of at the center of something, which is the last he, thing he wants all out of Elliot, anything. All Elliot did was report a story, and they said, I don't think so. So oh. anyway, the, a, a writer for the province wrote, his relationship with Benning, Elliot's, however, is of little con- consequence to Faithful. The only relevant point in his screed is Lyndon and Benning can't function in this environment, that their performance has somehow been compromised by the suffocating negativity in Van City, and somehow, some way, 
to start, uh, sorry, that wall of noise is part of the reason the Canucks ever win. To you, Mr. Blogger, I can say, welcome to the club. Uh, look, I know it's not easy when every move you make is placed under an electron microscope and analyzed uh, to within an inch of its life. I know it's uncomfortable when you've got thousands of unpaid assistants who are fully confident that they know hockey better than you do, but it's the job of Lyndon, uh, uh, but it's the job, and if Lyndon and Benning start listening to the choir, they are truly lost. I mean, it's a good point. Any team that's with any. Oh my God! Some of the things I've heard, like oh, owners are listening to. So what exactly were they upset with Elliot about? They thought he was basically going to bat for. Okay, so there were. Oh God, do I really want to get into? Yes, it was basically they. So there's the new Sportsnet station out there. Yes, and there's a TSN one out there as well, and they basically tried to make it a Bell Rogers thing. Um. Yeah, I know, and. you know, Who Rogers, about Rogers thing? because they're the NHL shareholders or the the rights holders. Sorry, so they would go to bat. They for... were going to bat for a league executive, whereas Bell was. They're the voice of the people, man. <laughs> Nothing says punk rock like Bell. <laughs> Are you freaking kidding me? TSN, like, home of your alternative sports news. <laughs> I'm not saying Rogers is exactly the Clash, but are you joking? Are you kidding right they're now? They're both they're both big corporations, man. And then they tried to make it into a Toronto thing. Yes, which is, dude, it's got to be so unbelievably easy to just begin and end an article in any place that isn't Toronto. Toronto sucks. Brrr, just 50,000 clicks. <laughs> That's all you got to do. How much I want to I would love to go to like a yuck yucks in Flin Flon and just see like a comedian is like they just sense they're bombing. So what's up with these Toronto folks? Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> the audience back on their side. Like, give me a freaking break. Like we've heard it before. And of all the people, it's Elliot Freeman. I, I just Yeah, they, they attack the guy who yeah. literally had, it tries to yeah. report everything without a bias. Way to prove him wrong, guys. Way to prove him wrong. Good job. Good job, everyone. So it just seems like everybody's at everybody's throats over there, which no. is exactly what Elliot said. Um, you're, what are you general based yeah. on what evidence? You're right. The peaceful city of Vancouver. Peaceful. Listen, you know how many people from Vancouver are listening to this right now and they're going, oh, dude, not you too. Dude, I'm not, I'm not picking on, hey, if you're not guilty, I'm not picking on you. I'm only picking on the people who are guilty. Are you guilty? Well, then don't feel guilty. That's all I would say. It sounds like you guys are just hating on the West Coast. Well, I mean, sounds like it or we are. Definitely are. No, never. You have to understand (laughs) It's unpleasant for me to look down on this unsightly scene from my throne in Toronto. That's right. <laughs> in Oshawa. Oshawanto. <laughs> Oshawa is part of Toronto now. Okay. Toronto is so good that it absorbed the GTA. Mm. It is called the Greater Toronto Area, mm-hmm. after all. I, I just can't wait to hear from every Vancouverite when they... Oh, I, I, you know what? The ones that, that tend to reach out to us on this show are pretty... Good. Yeah, they're and pretty like, cool, I don't man. want them <laughs> to feel anymore. like I'm attacking them. Well, I don't want yeah. them to feel like I'm attacking them. No, I th- they get The ones that get it, listen to the show. Yeah, and if you're not one of those people, hey, we're the Steve Dangle Podcast. Uh, <laughs> glad you're listening to us for the first time. Uh, hope you like it. <laughs> I bet you will. 
Um, I don't know. Oh man, we're gonna hear from these people. Oh no! As opposed <laughs> to what? Oh, people are gonna be negative online. I'm shaking in my boots. Eleven years of this shit in the trenches in the muck. <laughs> you and Come Ryan, at me, trolls. You and Ryan Rashog just in the trenches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> me and him exchanging stories. We're battle hardened vets. <laughs> I felt bad for him when people gave him hell about that, by the way. Like, he, <laughs> he, he was just using a turn of phrase, and people got so aggressive, they started Don't so give explain, Corporal Rashog any so, sympathy, because he doesn't, he, he wouldn't want it. So Patrick O'Sullivan took a shot at his former co-worker, Patrick O'Sullivan, who now works for, I think, Sirius and XM, NHL, it's whatever. So, it's so not in his nature. <laughs> he, it's very uncharacteristic. <laughs> Hold on. Explain the story. Patrick, super nice guy, O'Sullivan. Uh, what a great transition, Adam. <laughs> on the topic of people who never get angry about anything. Like, go ahead. What did Patrick O'Sullivan say? He said, I can't wait. So he Patrick said, O'Sullivan, guys, who works why for can't Sirius? we just get along? And then he what? went, oh shit. And he went in, back in, relation, in relation to what it was. So R- Ryan Rashog, and I forget the actual context of the, of the tweet. So you have to forgive me because I have a terrible memory, but now the, I feel bad. <laughs> is the Patrick idea, the good guy in the story? No. Uh, <laughs> the idea is uh, Ryan Rashog wrote something and then Patrick O'Sullivan took a shot at his reporting. Okay. And, and he's like, it's not actually easy, you know, to do my job. We don't get to hang out in a cushy studio like some people, you know, some That's of us, Ryan some of us have to, to be out here in the trenches. Yeah. Oh, wow. And so people jumped on Ryan Rashog because they're like, in the trenches, you're a sports reporter. Like, yeah. and which is, it's a turn of phrase, right? Like, it's people yeah. taking him literally, and they started putting his face on Saving Private Ryan posters. <laughs> no. like, which was really funny. Like, I mean, and I'm sure Ryan had a good chuckle at that too, right? It's when you take something that literal, everybody knows what in the trenches means. Nobody's actually saying, Oh my god, Ryan Rashog's out there fighting a war. It's not happening. But Patrick just he took a, a cheap bad shot. Day that day. He took a cheap shot at him and then uh, like anyway, and the guy defends himself and people just jumped on him. But regardless of that, so that's the And then Al Montoya blew him off. That's what it was. That was the same so day. Jesse, he had a rough day. No, it was it that was Al, it was the Al Montoya thing. Yeah. He was mad that Jesse that Al Montoya was starting. Sorry, I was just trying to look it up. That's cool. He was mad so, that Al, Al Montoya was starting and didn't talk to him. Yes. So then oh, that that story was like that was forever. Ago, wasn't it? We talked uh, about it when Adam wasn't here. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's why yeah. I and then, felt new, and then it came oh, back okay. up. No, I just made fun of Steve. I'm like, you and Ryan Rashog in the trenches because I was just... Okay, <laughs> okay, 11 okay, years okay. in the muck. And now I feel bad for going on going in on Patrick O'Sullivan. <laughs> well, <laughs> Thinking I mean, that you were going to give me something new that he was mad about. <laughs> and I mean, sure enough, it was... Nah. I mean, it. Steve, let's not pretend. I mean... It's I not like Patrick was being nice in his criticism of Ryan. No, but many were not nice no. <laughs> in their criticism of but, Ryan. But, and maybe he didn't deserve it. Yeah. I think no the niceness. <laughs> I mean, oh Ryan? Yeah. Oh, I don't. I don't know. Yeah. Sometimes you get frustrated and you tweet something you shouldn't. Whatever. I I give him the benefit of the doubt. Seems like a nice dude. Reports wow. a lot. Wow. I don't know. Give him a break, man. Sometimes you just get frustrated. It's a stressful year in Edmonton. Check, uh, ask. Ask. Okay, now replace that name with Melnick. <laughs> well, ask, <laughs> these have a stressful year. But now. ask any sports reporter, like all the guys that we used to talk to when this show started, and the Leafs were not very good, and they talk about how terrible it is. <laughs> following a team around that sucks and they're and they're and the fan base is miserable and the players are miserable and management's miserable and they got to ask the coach every day about that i do think 
there is a tendency of sports re- sports reporters to take their jobs a little too seriously and not realize that they work in the entertainment business. And that's no, Jesse, they work the in the end. sports business. <laughs> and sometimes sports, sports isn't life or death; it's just entertainment. Actually, it's and never yeah. life or death. It's, it's literally actually never. never. Yeah, yeah, not so, since the Mayans, where you when you lost and then you died. Which is an actual game they used to play, <laughs> or, or like the Gladiator days, yeah. where you're in the Coliseum yeah. and you're actually Even then, fighting. Most of the time, your... they didn't die because yeah. they'd run out of gladiators. Or like not that long ago when they didn't wear helmets and Bill Masterson died. There you go. Sorry <laughs> to, to go there and make it dark. I just had to do a Greg impression. <laughs> oh yeah, I died. Sorry. <laughs> so so I think I think there you, sports reporters can calm down a, couple, a little bit. I think we're all like know? that though, right? Like everybody gets a little high on there. Like I'm sure at Shoppers Drug Mart, I got a little like I don't want to carry this toilet paper upstairs. There are just some days where your job sucks, no matter how great your job is, right? And, sure. and, and not that that was a great job. I'm not going to lie. It wasn't great. But, you know, there are we're days where I complain about my comparison. job. Yeah, we're working yeah. with you. All I'm saying is I have a great job, but there are days where I don't like my job. Wow. And I'm sure Ryan was having one of those days. Patrick came in and went, Neh. And then Ryan came back with a response. Oh, and, and people, all it takes. And then all it takes is one person to take that turn of phrase literally. I felt bad for him, man. He didn't deserve that. I, this I, is a former coworker. I think I was someone's knee on the way uh, on the way in today. What happened? So you know when when you merge onto the Don Valley Parkway, this is going to be useless to anyone from outside of the GTA. But it'll, I don't know, you guys will be okay. Merging onto the Don Valley Parkway, someone has to let you in. It's always congested. Someone, some some helpful neighbor needs to let you in. Yeah. Now, how does merging in traffic work? It's like a zipper. One guy goes in. And then uh, the guy who let them in goes, and then the next guy goes in, et cetera, et cetera. It's got to be like a zipper. Well, a coming together of hands. So, linking of fingers. What uh, the gentleman beside me decided to do was uh, split the zipper. And he just decided, no, he, you're not coming in, sir. Oh, that's the worst. And so, you know what I decided? It's a sunny day. I'm smiling, I'm having a good time. I'm just going to drive beside him for a while on the shoulder. <laughs> Do you ever just stare at him? Do you just look at him? Just yeah, and my new strategy is smile. <laughs> That's and good. let me tell you, I win 10 out of every 10 road rage battles when all I do is smile. Smile and wave, man. So when I finally did get in, because the person behind me wasn't a jerk-off, uh, I, just, I rolled down my window because... We're stopped dead. It's the Don Valley Parkway, idiot. Now I'm going to be behind you for the next 12 kilometers. I just go, you're cool. (laughs) (laughs) And roll up my windows and just smile at him because I see him looking at me in the rearview mirror. I watched this gentleman lose his mind. (laughs) He's throwing, he was smoking a cigarette, throwing it out the window. I see his hands going up and down like this. (laughs) And guess what? My smile just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. I was was that guy's breaking point today. And I'm not proud of it, but that's a dirty lie, and I'm so super proud of it. What were we talking about, Adam? Don't look at me like that. I just, I just want you know. I've been thinking. You don't know what's going on in this guy's life. You know, like he could be going. I forced him to address it. (laughs) I forced him to address his emotions. (laughs) Because I bet five minutes later he was like, "How do I become as happy as that guy?" True. True, I'm sure. I'm sure that's what he said. I'm sure, that, yeah, I'm sure he's not still fuming about it right now. He's looking up some classes right now. So That or 
ran my plates and so, wants to know where I live. So back to the city of uh, Vancouver versus Elliot Friedman for a second here, just to wrap that. Oh, we're still there. Tasty potato up. Um, can we? Uh, can we just? It's not a phrase. <laughs> just move on. No, it's not I a like phrase. It, no, I'm, move on. Like Potatoes are tasty. Potato, I'm willing to try it. <laughs> yes, Adam. Is it? Why are you wrapping your potatoes? Because sometimes you got to put them on the barbecue. Cook them properly. You know sure, what I mean? He's got it. Yeah, no, tin foil. You, it's not when you're closing it up. See, this is why the phrase is problematic. Because <laughs> <you> were, <laughs> okay, internet Jesse, tell me, were, tell me about all it. Right, Vancouver Jesse, we <laughs> Vancouver Jesse, <laughs> there it is. we got him. <laughs> this reminds me of something. I can't. I can't imagine. There's something about this. A Vancouver Ray producer. Can't put my finger on it. Cannot. You were trying to close the segment. Yes, I was. And Adam just steamed it. Sorry. And to close the segment, you said, "Let's wrap up this tasty potato." Right. But to cook the potato, you start by wrapping it and throwing it on the barbecue. But what if you? What if you're full? And you need to put it in the fridge. And it's That's not tasty. Not what you're then you wrap you up can. the tasty potato. It's tasty. And it's it's <laughs> worth, worth hanging on to. So you put it in the fridge. You warm then it up you in the microwave later. Let's wrap up anything. Let's wrap up this tasty sandwich and like that. talk about bacon. <laughs> let's, let's wrap up these tasty latkes. Just, like, you, you just I'm sorry, Adam. Not. I'm not buying this. I don't know. You and Jim need the same PR agency to just talk for you. (laughs) Welcome to the Adam Wild Show. I'm the guy Adam Wild hires to talk for him. Talk for him. (laughs) Okay, okay. So this is DJ Tasty Potato. We're gonna get get to the Bob Nicholson story in just a second, but for now, let's break this shiny plate. <laughs> Are we ready? No. Can we hurry up? Let's break the shiny plate. <laughs> <laughs> Opa. I'm so silly today. Silly. Uh, no, I just want <laughs> I just want to know where does it go from here for Vancouver? We're talking about a PR disaster. It's not good that they let it get out there that they weren't happy with the way they were covered. You're not you're not happy with the way you're covered because your team sucks. Man, okay, so I'm about to make it about the Leafs, so watch Vancouver right, fans cool. getting even more <laughs> upset. You know, another thing they talked about during the broadcast last night was they don't even know, they're not even sure, if Lou Lamorello's deal is about to expire. We're getting to that. Why are you no, doing wait, this? Wait, 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 <laughs> wait. They don't even know. But look at all the things that are leaking out of the Canucks organization. And the Leafs were like this three, four years ago? Leaky. Oh my God, I don't miss this. No, you're right. I do not miss this. Hey, I work for a media outlet. I work for Sportsnet. Um, it's This is great for business. <laughs> but as a fan. Business is booming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but as a fan, you should want them to shut up. Always. Sens fans, mm-hmm. tell them to shut up. Canucks fans, tell them to shut up. Which brings us. What's another team? To the Edmonton Oilers. Oilers fans! Jesse, what, uh, what's this interview with Bob Nicholson? Because this is interesting. So? <laughs> so you said Oilers Twitter is in mil- meltdown mode, Steve? Yeah, this is the first time I think we've all gone in blind. <laughs> Alan Mitchell published this article in The Athletic about half an hour ago. It says 31 minutes ago. See, this is why we didn't get it. <clears throat> and I'll explain that as well. 
So after the first period of last night's game, the Hockey Night in Canada crew had a chance to chat with Edmonton Oilers Chief Executive Officer and Vice Chair Bob Nicholson about the current state of the organization. And Burger Chef. The conversation was available during the live local broadcast, but didn't hit all television sets last night and is difficult to find online. Mm. So here are some choice quotes that Alan pulled out from the interview because he saw it online. He saw it on TV. When asked about the main goal for this summer, Nicholson, we're disappointed with the year. There's no question about it. We're going to take our time, evaluate every part of the hockey operation, as well as everything within our organization. It's disappointing. We have a plan, and we're going to get it right. When asked if last year came too easy, everything worked out for us. All of our players played extremely well. Expectations were really high in the summertime, and we couldn't get that under control. That hurts us out of the gate. We have some really good pieces, and people want change, but I'm going to be patient. I want to make sure... We do a thorough evaluation and get it right. So far, so good. So, yeah. Yeah, Uh, I like that. That that seems like a a presidential thing to say. Yeah. On Wayne Gretzky and Paul Coffey's roles, Gretzky doesn't get too deep into the hockey. That is Peter's call. We brought Paul Coffey in to look at the special teams, power play especially. He's just in and out. He's already made a big influence on the players, where his role will be in the future. We'll evaluate that at the end of the season. Still nothing wrong. Okay, cool. That's a, that's a non-answer, but fine. Message to fans. <laughs> this is my third year. We had a great year last year. We did change coaches a lot, and we did make a lot of changes. I feel if you make a change, make sure you make a better change. We're not at that point to make a change, but we will be here at some time. Okay. So, no, I think there's a quote. There's something about, oh, my God, something about, like, culture change in the locker room. And character. Hmm. Something along those lines. Did you see anything along those lines? I want to cut you off before you read the entire article that we're supposed just, to be paying for. <laughs> I'm just pulling out the quotes mm. that he said, and it doesn't seem like he said anything to make everybody get no, upset. No, there's got to be something. There's got to be something. Shoot, this broke like right before the show, too. So. Here's, here's the culture. Here's the culture quote. Okay. What is, this is the question, what is he looking for now through the end of the season? I think we want to make sure we get the right culture in the dressing room. We've got to make sure that this organization wants to be put in a position to win. That includes our management, coaches, and players. Everyone is being evaluated every game in the NHL, no matter if you're winning or losing. I have to make sure we take a big approach here, that we look at all areas. There will be some change, but we're not going to make those until the end of the year. That's the, I don't hear anything that bad. And then Alan wrote after that, this quote sent people to strong drinks and produced some of the more entertaining social media outbursts. So this is what you are referring to. Yes. Culture is a word Oilers fans hate even more oh. than Corsi or Swarm. So the pushback was enormous. I take it to mean we should expect Matt Hendricks or similar on the team next year <laughs> and that Mike Camilleri gets the contract over the summer at the expense of one of the auditioning kids. But that's just Alan adding... His stuff, but yeah, that's that's I, defeatist Oilers fans. Point. I think Edmonton took this too far. That maybe, quote is a single. We just need to get the culture. Maybe right the out of context for us, though, it it doesn't sound all that bad. But when they hear it all the time, they know what it means. Like I, I'm maybe, just doing that. Yeah, yeah, I'm just that that's right. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I mean, like, because we heard a lot of um, what did we hear a lot of in the like the Randy Carlisle, Dave Nonis years? It was like um, truculence. No, no, that was, that was Brian that was Burke, Burke, man. Yeah. No, I don't. Uh, but I mean, like, we, we heard a lot about, like, oh, we like, uh, well, even Dave Boland, it was like, well, we like what he brings to the dressing room. What about the ice, man? 
yeah. like and and it wasn't that Dave Boland played thirteen bad games. What did he play thirteen? Mm-hmm. Thirteen, fourteen games here, and they he wanted good to, at the start. He did sure, um, but the I, I think the problem is that uh. culture may not be the issue there. Skill is probably the issue in Edmonton, and everybody knows it. I, I, this was just my favorite tweet that I saw, and I was like, it is made it me decide. I, of course, of it, course is. it is. It just made me decide, okay, I have to look this up. So he goes, this team's culture fetish is out of control. This is less a hockey team and more an A&E docuseries about failed old men <laughs> trying to vicariously recreate their male friendship bonds through the guise of building a sporting team. Wow. So we're like, ah, it's no big deal. And then you get that. You know what's problematic about that? Let's let's tie these laces, Jesse. <laughs> I think it's problematic when you receive your information through Twitter and not the direct source. Interesting. Well, because that's how they received it. It's though. like three steps removed from the actual quote of Nichols. Mm-hmm. Mm. I would like to watch the thing on TV and then see and then react to it. And then this is this is a little more direct to the source mm. in terms of we're getting that's what that's he said. That's a direct quote. Yeah. Yeah. But and we then, still don't hear how he said it. So it, why it, when, that's very true, but then the reaction is okay. It was on TV, and then not many people saw it, and then they kind of saw it, and then they saw what he said on Twitter, and then they're reacting to it, and then we're reacting to that reaction. So I think we need to get more to the direct source, Boy, and then have a fair it's opinion. A little meta is what you're saying. <laughs> when you put it that way, <laughs> so we went into this with the preconceived notion that it was going to be bad, and so we read it with a lens that it was going to be terrible. And then I see culture and I'm like, of course! Because that was the reaction that I read. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not going to lie, Oilers fans, that wasn't nearly as juicy. That wasn't as juicy as the Bobby Nix burger. No. It's not even the most juicy Bobby Nix product out there. Hey, speaking quotes. speaking of juicy, let's talk about headlines last night, which, by the way, is always juicy. It's been just on fire this year. Oh, but it's the, must watch. The, uh, must watch. The one interesting thing is Elliot Friedman reporting uh, that... Toronto-biased Elliot Friedman uh, reporting on the Leafs and Lou Lamorello and the situation with the contract. Now, we have speculated for months and months and months, years years about this, since he was hired. What will be the succession plan because of a guy named Kyle Dubas, who Colorado was interested in? And what's interesting about this is people have been like, well, what about Mark Hunter? He's a great scout. And my argument is always, well, yeah, he's a great scout. Why would you take him out of that position? He's a great scout. They can pay him. What, what, Mark, Leafs, well, how much money do you want, Mark? Here, here's the check. Stay a great scout. The Leafs <laughs> need help on the back end, but they have Austin Matthews as well. <laughs> I think I just solved this mystery. It's true. Austin Matthews with Morgan Riley tomorrow. <laughs> Move Ron Hainsey down, and you got yeah. just the best blue line in the league. Absolutely, because he can skate. Sounds silly, right? Sounds a bit silly. I think that Mark Hunter is a fantastic <laughs> scout. He's a fantastic scout. So why would you take him out of that position? Look at what happened in Vancouver. Yeah, I don't think Who do, what to. do they have? A super scout as their GM. We're at and <laughs> who should not be talking? Who me? No, 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 Benning. Oh. Yeah, you should not be talking <laughs> on the show, on the show that you talk on. <laughs> no, but yeah, no, it's it's funny now that I think of it. Jim Benning, super scout, doesn't really like talking. Mark Hunter, Super Scout, doesn't, doesn't really... Oh, t- my God. Yeah, please don't make that guy GM. Oh, well, my no, God. I don't think... And, and, and I, to me, my question always is, why the hell would Mark Hunter want it? Mm-hmm. 
I don't think he's he would. a rink rat. He loves being in the rink. The issue it from seems what, to be, and this was going to be the issue from day one. How are they going to get these guys to take orders from Kyle Dubas? Well, which and, drives me up a wall. Well, because I don't think it's that hard. I don't think it's that hard. So, and then, so what Elliot Friedman reported. Let me get to yeah, that first before you get into this conversation. Do better than ignoring young people. Hold on, Steve. Hold <laughs> on, Steve. Yes. So let's get into what was reported, and then we can get into that. So what was reported by Elliot and debated by the by Kipper and Chris Johnson was that it's not the end of Lou's contract, but it is potentially and openly within the organization the end of Lou's time as general manager. He'd take on a senior advisor role, kind of like what Cliff Fletcher does, but I would imagine a little more present than Cliff. Now, yeah. um, and that's not a slight against Cliff. I think just that's just probably the way it is. So it's not quite like getting kicked upstairs like no, it's, Dale it's, Talon did a couple years he ago. He would have signed, from what Elliot sort of inferred, was that he would have signed saying, and this is what he said at his first press conference, if Kyle Dubas isn't ready at the beginning of the, or at the end of these three years, then that's on Kyle Dubas. Right. And I would think that the reason that they were able to keep him last summer and he didn't go to Colorado was because they said, listen, Lou's got one year left. We believe in you. This yeah. is the succession plan. This has always been the succession plan. Lou is going to step back, and you are going to be the general manager. Now, as mm. far as older guys taking orders from younger guys, well, here's the choice. Take the orders or leave. Damn. Damn. Kyle Dubas is going to be the boss, and he's going to be able to call Lou Lamorell and go, Lou, how would you handle this situation? Lou, what do you think? And I think that's – Lou Lamorello, could you, could you ask for a better guy to, to, to be able to bounce things off of? Exactly. Well, and they already got guys in these roles, like ancient guys, like Jacques Lemaire. Yeah. People forget he's in the least front office. You know what I, I was just, I was doing a little putting around on the internet the other day. He was one of the members of uh, Team Canada's management team in 2010 mm-hmm. in Vancouver. What? He's brilliant. I don't, I don't remember that at all. No, but he's he's got his fingerprints on all kinds of greatness in hockey history. It's great that he's around the organization. What does he give the organization? I have no idea because they don't say anything, but they're winning and I kind of like it that mm-hmm. way. It, to me, this this makes a whole pile of sense and fits into what Brendan Janahan normally does, which is he he saw into the future and said, we need Lou for these three years. Mm-hmm. A, to, to help us turn the team around, change change the culture, that sort of thing. B, because we got a guy who's 29 years old who we think is the general manager of the future who may not be ready. And we don't want to throw him to the wolves yet. And even when we are ready to throw him to the wolves, we want him to be surrounded by a bunch of other hunters with spears. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's... that. <laughs> I feel like is what's happened here and what's going on. I think the Mark Hunter debate is old school hockey people going, oh, well, he's pretty young, so I don't know. I, th- I don't know where I don't the Mark know, Hunter thing came from. I don't even know if it's that deep. I, just, I think it's people guessing. Huh. They're guessing what's going on but in I, the I, Leafs organization. The Leafs have been pretty This is the one thing they've been open about. Lou said it the first day. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Like, that are we surprised point. by this? They've given us very little evidence, but all the evidence they have given us is that Kyle Dubas will get the reins. That's actually very it's interesting. It's funny because we had the exact same thing play out in Toronto when um, Paul Beeston fired J.P. Ricciardi. And then for a little bit, he was GM of the Blue Jays. And then he brought on Alex Anthopoulos who was 32 years old at the age of when he took over to be GM. <clears throat> and a lot of people hated that. And everybody hated it. But Paul Beeson mm-hmm. was there as the Lou, and he guided him through it until the day he retired. And Jay, um, Alex Anthopoulos brought us two playoffs and two uh, 
AL Championship Series. So don't 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 make know? me don't make me sad. <laughs> I think Dubas can do a great job. Who cares how old he is? Exactly. We had it in Toronto. Exactly. You know. Yeah. Well, and that's that's the thing. I, I think it's the age thing. Is is if. <laughs> Lou Lamorello, if Lou Lamorello wants to be a GM, could pretty much go call the team and go, hey, like, <laughs> if he really wanted that. Something tells me Lou Lamorello, when you get to that age, you ever talk to your grandparents? They want to pass on information to you. They want to help the next guy. They want to mentor the next guy. Why would Lou Lamorello be any different? And, it, and it's not because, and Lou is, Lou's in his mid-70s. I feel like Lou's worked his whole life. He's probably thinking, looking back and going, who can I pass this along to? Hmm. Who'd be a great successor? Who's a guy that deserves this information that works hard? And and Kyle Dubas is clearly one of those guys. Why wouldn't you want to mentor someone? Why is that so weird? Yeah, it's just the cherry on top of like one of the most ridiculous legacies in all of hockey. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, like if Kyle geez, Dubas man, turns go out to be a out on a beach every now and then. You're, you're 74. <laughs> or maybe that's not what he likes. Yeah. Yeah, I guess not, man. He's also even, even if he was a beach guy, which I don't think he is, although the Jersey Shore is right there. Um wow. he uh he's always a phone call away. Just pick up the phone. Like it's not like oh we can't Skype Lou. I'm sure he'll have a phone. That's going to be great for the Leafs movie when they win the cup next year. <laughs> it's Kyle Dubas like mid-season the Leafs are on a slump. He's just like I don't know what to do. <laughs> Help me Lou. And then Lou he just magically appears behind him. He's like, "Whoa, I didn't see you there." Oh. I've been listening to you the entire time. <laughs> Kyle, why do you doubt yourself, my son? Have I not taught you the ways of the leaf? So are you are you imagining this to be like Yoda in The Last yeah. Jedi? Yeah, basically. <laughs> okay, yeah, right. <laughs> Jesse won't get that reference. Sorry, but I, I get the cultural <laughs> reference. Yeah, yeah, like okay. I know what you're saying. Okay. I mean, this happens in most movies. Like most yeah. sports movies. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm kind of thinking when Mufasa appears to Simba in the clouds. He's got it. Ah, yeah. You have forgotten yourself and so forgotten me. Kyle, <laughs> remember who you are. But is it the same scene where the Disney animator puts sex in the clouds as a subliminal message? No. That was. Did, um, that, is that, did that happen? That was a, a different scene. That was a different Isn't scene. that the same thing where Mufasa fades away and then the clouds turn and it's a sex? No, no? It's, it's a different scene. Simba um, falls down on the edge of a cliff and the dust he kicks up turns into sex. Oh, okay. Yeah. My bad. Jesse, I know my Disney. <laughs> <laughs> you are married to Mrs. Dangle. I mean, I knew my Disney before her. And yeah, it's only gotten worse. It's gotten much worse. Did you just type in sex lion yeah, king, Adam? I wrote, I wrote Google Faza sex clouds. <laughs> <laughs> did you Google image it? it? Yeah, and it's not good. It's There's a thing. Uh, yeah, I guess. I guess. <laughs> It's like there's the S and the E. Yeah, okay. Just Google Mufasa sex clouds, guys. <laughs> Lion King sex clouds. Definitely not have that in your history for sure. See? No, that's not it. That's it. No, it's that's, not. No, it's, Adam had the original up. It's that's a little like that's Photoshop. Anyway, uh, yes, I look forward to that scene. <laughs> Jesse, it barely looks like sex. Also, who the hell even noticed that? I the internet because of the internet. Yeah, seriously. Fair enough. <laughs> hey, I always wondered with stuff like this when sex. When, no um, hockey. When when <laughs> people when those cultural references would happen, so like sex in the clouds or something. Oh, like we're that. still on. <laughs> nice. <laughs> what what would you do before the internet when you saw something like that? You just have to tell everybody you know. Yeah, you'd have to like, carry a VHS around with you. 
You literally have to tell your neighbor. Like, yeah. that's so weird. Gerald, Gerald, come look at this. <laughs> You're not going to believe this. I literally don't know what that is. The Lion like. King, Gerald. Quick, <laughs> <laughs> come here, VCR. I'm basically picturing Stan's dad running around with a VHS of the Lion King going, Sex, sex in the clouds. Sex in the clouds, Gerald. Nelson. Oh my god. Hey, uh, by the way, um Leafs have lost three in a row. Kadri calls it a, a bump. This is the first time Freddie was pulled healthy in a season. The caps look like the caps. I keep saying this could be the caps year. They got no pressure, man. Nah. Leafs look like crap. Leafs looked like absolutely crap. I'll give them credit. <laughs> they looked fine. They when the Leafs had to score, they made it impossible to get shots through. Like the the game plan I thought was pretty simple. You're playing in an outdoor game, get a greasy one. Like when I saw Hyman tie it up, I was like, oh, perfect. Uh, they're still sticking to the game plan. Roman Polak puts a floater on from the point and it goes off like Hyman's leg and in. That's the game plan. Great. You're in an outdoor game. The ice sucks. I get it. You're going to be fine. And then the Caps basically block everything. Nylander played almost 19 minutes, had zero shots. Marner had one with almost the same amount of ice time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, uh, I'm i struggling between did the Caps do an effective job of shutting them down or did they look like crap and not ready to play at all? Or was it both? Maybe it was both. Well, I mean... I yelled and screamed about it today in the LFR. I thought they looked like crap. Well, Morgan <sighs> Riley led the team in shots, which should tell you yeah. everything you need to know about how their <laughs> lines one through four performed. I find it weird... That Thomas Buchanitz is playing between Hyman and Elander. I know they're trying to play him at center, and I know he's he used to be a, a sixty point guy, but it's very clear that he's not anymore. And I wonder. See, they they deviated from that line very quickly, though. So I didn't feel like they're back together in practice today, though. Are they? Yeah, oh. I'm just wondering about that. I I just think it's odd, and and if I know that they're worried about Elander at center, and I get that, and and that sort of thing, but. I would almost do, and this sounds insane, let Placanic take the face-offs that are important, like the defensive zone face-offs that you need him to take, but let Nylander jump into the center spot when the play starts and let him take the Ozone face-offs. Nylander's good at face-offs, though. Like that, that's oh, the, there you go. That's he, the, like, uh, the face-offs are the part that he has you he know, locked down. Matthew, he's playing with Matthews. I think he takes, when he's with Matthews, I think he takes more face-offs than Matthews does. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because they switch side to side, right? Yeah. yeah, and I think that's also just a fluke. But, um, yeah, I don't, I don't get it. Babcock needs to get a little more creative, especially because when you look at the, the center market out there, the right decision sure seems to be to put Nylander there next year and, like, give him a shot from game one. But maybe— You mean Tavares? Yeah. No, what what Babcock keeps saying over and over again is, like, after trade deadline, it kicks up a notch, right? Leading into the playoffs, and games are getting harder and harder. And he likes his projects, but I think he likes to start his projects at the beginning of the year. Mm. So I think next season, game one, is when he starts riding Nylander there at center. Hopefully. (laughs) Unless he doesn't. So, but what about this year? He's not going to do it. I don't know, man. I just He's feel like do it. There, the, he could be better utilized there. But again, I'm not the head coach, man. I don't know. I just feel like it's just it's just an odd looking line, and they play together oddly. Yeah, I don't like it. Where did because yeah, they moved off of the line. Placanic did he move to the wing? Didn't he not? 
Oh, I honestly, Jesse, I stopped. I stopped paying attention to the minutia. It, <laughs> it was an agonizing game. Mm-hmm. I stopped yeah. worrying very much about mm-hmm. you know who was playing on whose line. That was an awful game. And then the friggin' lights go out with ten minutes to go. Let me go. And then and the, and the game, the game didn't start for like an hour because yeah. it was like an hour long ceremony. And then they oh, kicked it off of NBC God. for SNL. For the I, local news. Yeah, I was and watching the NBC SNL. feed, and yeah, it got kicked off. Yeah, I didn't you know see that. that. Yeah, yeah, and I saw a lot of people going, "Oh, they would have kicked them off for SNL anyway." Guys, NBC is very not so secretly mad at the NHL for not going to the Olympics because mm-hmm. they paid a pile of money for the Olympics. Get off! Well, Get yeah, off, and SNL's going to outrate any hockey game. <laughs> Of course, and but yeah, I, I don't that's think so NBC well, shed any tears over it. I think no. they were quite giddy to hey, kick the NHL. Hey, we're going to make more money now. <laughs> yeah. We've already made our money off this hockey oh, game. good business. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Hey, hey, we uh, thank you for showing the uh, the American women's team who won gold and actually made us some money over the past couple weeks. Yep. Um, now that they're off the television, let's get the you know these Ovechkin and... Whoever the hell the blue team is, they're from Canada. Get them off the TV. Mm-hmm. Well, they weren't blue; they were white. Oh, that's right. So that's right. Can we talk about the 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 debate that I everybody seems to care about, and I don't understand is the the, the white hockey. I, I liked it. I don't know. I don't understand what it's th- what people talk about when the team loses five two. Okay, fart because I just don't care. I, like I, just, I don't uh, care. I just I thought they were nice. And, that, uh, and if you look at like a, them, if you look at a navy a navy sailor's dress uniform, it's white. Would it have looked cooler with blue gloves and blue pants? I've seen that, but I just thought it was kind of cool that they just did it without. I know I liked it. Yeah. I feel like it was at Diddy's white party. Ah. <laughs> they were I want a Lamborghini ice. cake. <laughs> <laughs> I want a Ferrari cake. A Ferrari cake. <laughs> <laughs> An Acura cake. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted a Ferrari. Sorry, half of the show is South Park. South Park. Um, um, yeah, yeah. I, I, it's what people focus on when they're losing <laughs> five. Dude, they were literally whiter than the ice. What do people who don't watch South Park think of what just happened? Tweet us. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> if you haven't seen that episode, you must must go watch. <laughs> Satan has his own white party, and he wants <laughs> and he sends Jeffrey Dahmer and a couple other serial killers to get him a cake. <laughs> Come here, you mugs. <laughs> and they're like, they're like. Like uh, the Three Stooges, right? Yeah, it's just it's, insane. It's a really dumb episode. It is so dumb, but it's so great. Um, yeah. So okay, where are the are the Leafs? Uh, obviously, they need to tighten up defensively. Obviously, they didn't play a good game. Yeah. Is the three ga- is the three game losing streak just? It's a bump. It's a bump, dude. It's their first three goal loss in exactly a month, and the last one was to Boston, and they have since beaten them without Matthews. So you know what you know what I don't like is what I heard a few people say. Um, boy, you know you take Austin Matthews out of this lineup, and you know it really exposes their flaws. No shit, <laughs> man! You take the best player out of the lineup, and it really exposes their flaws. Uh, well, everybody's about talking about Patrice Bergeron in Boston. No. No. The fact that he's a broken foot. Yeah, not everyone can be the Penguins having Crosby and Malkin. Every team except them, when they lose their top center, oh. yeah, it hurts them a little Losing bit. Losing Ovech could really hurt the Cavs. <laughs> I wonder. Oh. I wonder why. Yeah. You know, it's just weird. So, yeah, we're also 6-2-2 two, and two in our last 10. Uh, we're okay. And we are. There's 17 points up on a playoff spot. Yeah, up on the Panthers. Could have been 19. Have won basically. <laughs> could have been 19. How dare you? <laughs> wow. Hi. I'm too high expectations, Dad. 
<laughs> My expectations are just too damn high. <laughs> I just got introduced to Vancouver Adam. No, no. No? No, I'm Vancouver Adam. Could have been, <laughs> been Actually, could have been 23 had they won the last three games, so maybe yeah. they should think wow. about that. Take wow. that to the bank. And that required math, too. And then we have two games or, next, or two games in the next 10 days. So, Great. A lot of time off. Cool. Oh, oh so get this a lot is of where Boston then. catches up. Yeah. Oh. yeah finally. Dude, the Panthers have played five fewer games than the Leafs. I think they had one postponed because of weather or something at some Boston's point during four. the season. Holy smokes. The Leafs have been leading the league forever. Forever this season. Yeah. Now they finally start to, I don't know, get a rest or whatever. I think that'll be good for the team. So they're going to game tomorrow, and then yeah. Saturday, and then <laughs> Monday. And then I think they get weird, four eh? days off, and then three days off, or yeah. something crazy like that. That's After good. getting it's, three it's days two off, two and ten is what it is from from today. It's awesome. It'll be good because we know hockey players are lunatics, and they play through little bumps and bruises and injuries that they probably shouldn't. Yeah, this will give them an opportunity to recover from it. Hopefully, Nikita Zaitsev comes back looking better. Because man, Twitter has been piling on him, and I'm like, I'm not going to join in on this. And just over the last three games, I'm like, this player stinks. <laughs> this player is so bad. It makes you wonder why they, if if he's not, is it is it that he's is it that the injury he hasn't healed yet? Boy, like his numbers weren't very good before that either. I I don't know. I think it's mental. Because like the, I can't remember. No, it was the second goal. The second goal, the Leafs outnumber the Caps behind their own net, three to two. Zaitsev is kind of standing on the goalpost. He looks behind him. He sees Ovechkin's wide open. And what does he do? Passes it to him. He turns his head back no. to, he just ignores him. He sees him there and he oh. goes, hey, Alex, and turns around. Turns around, forgets he's there. I thought he had, I thought he had the puck behind the Marner, net. Sorry. You, you got to watch the play again. It's hilarious because Marner realizes what Zaitsev did. He's like, oh, shit, he doesn't care and rushes in yeah. to try to get him and he's not there in time and Ovechkin's able to tap it in. Easiest goal of his career. I think Nikita Zaitsev is having a bad stretch. Oh my god! And he'll go really back. He'll go stretch. back to the Nikita Zaitsev of last year soon. I'm sure. Man, I freaking I hope so. Well, that is a long contract. Uh, William Mitch Marner at the beginning of the season, everybody's like, "Oh, what happened to Mitch Marner? He fell off." Well, well Mitch Marner came back. He's in a big way. It's funny. Uh, Hockey Night uh, broadcast put it in a perspective that I hadn't thought of. Over his last 19 games or something like that, or 17 games, mm-hmm. he's on a 50-goal pace. Mitch Marner? <laughs> yeah. Wow. So I'm going to go with he w- is not as bad a player as he was at the beginning, and he's probably not this hot. Since February 10th, Mitch Marner leads the league in points. <laughs> what? <laughs> his 16 points in his last 10 games. That is tied for most points in the NHL since February 10th. I bet it's with Kucherov and Stamkos. That's oh his my stats. God. Well, and a bunch of guys have like five-point games in that stretch, too. I think Barzal has at least one. Mm-hmm. McKinnon has at least one. Mm-hmm. And he leads? He's tied for the lead, yeah. Tied for the lead. Feb 10. There you go. Wow. Man, He's been a little not hot. Bad. He's not been bad. a little hot. <laughs> wow. You know, he, he started off slow, so he must be a bust. Probably a bust. Hey, Probably did you bust. see? Could have had Hannafin. <laughs> did you guys see? Could have had <laughs> we, should, we need t-shirts. Could have had oh. <laughs> I don't like that. I like Mitch Martyr too much, man. Could have. I feel like, like we're buddies. I don't know. I can't. I can't even joke about that. Inside the much. first A of Hannafin, you put just the number 16. So people know. <laughs> and the second... Sorry, the second A in Hannafin is just the number four because that's where Marner was drafted. 
where Hannafin could have been. Could have had Hannafin. Could have had... <laughs> No, no sixteen four. Could have could have had a fin. There we go. Who's there? Could have had a. Then we just found a show title. Could have had a fin. <laughs> um, last night, I'm not sure if you guys saw the highlights from this because I know you didn't watch this game. Please actually tweet me. No, you know they could have had him. Uh, Blackhawks <laughs> Kings. Did you see the Blackhawks Kings highlights? I did not. No. Okay, so third period, about ten minutes left. Kings. The Kings trade the Blackhawks a first round pick for nothing. <laughs> Sorry, what? Uh, Kings are up three to one on the Blackhawks. Hey. Not going to the playoffs, Blackhawks going uh, and 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 the Kings need these two points, right? If I'm if I'm calculating correctly, the Kings are not currently in a playoff. Oh no, they are. They are. Yes, they are. But they still need the playoff points, right? Because they're like a, there's a team that's a point away from them. It's good English, Adam. They need the points. So, and everybody does this time of year. Everybody needs points. Yeah. Except for the Leafs, who are 17 points up on the next team. <laughs> no, they're trying to do a thing. They're trying to catch Tampa and Boston. So, anyway. Yes. All right. <laughs> Drew Doughty gets a penalty called on him. And I say he gets a penalty called on him because it was questionable. Oh, yeah? Questionable. And Drew Doughty uh, was not happy about this. Did he write a tweet? No. <laughs> no. He well, he tweeted out loud. Actually, is what he did several times. Oh, like Ryan Callahan? Yeah. So he got two minutes, and then another two minutes for unsportsmanlike. Ten minutes left in the game, three to one Kings. That's uh, that's not Norris leadership. Right so there. Los Angeles kills off the first two minutes. Hey, good for them. And then with one forty nine left in the penalty. The second penalty. The uh, unsportsmanlike, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. Jonathan Taze rips one past the King goalie. A taser from Jonathan Taze. Goes in. Oh. Hawks. Later on in the game. What color Hawks? The Black Hawks. Okay. Not the other Hawks. Mm. Not the Atlanta Hawks. Not the Malmu Red Hawks. That's of right. The Swedish League. Thank you, Jesse. They could have just jumped in. You never know. We, we need to know in. which Hawks are playing. The hockey team just tags in. <laughs> We're here now. <laughs> We're here. So sorry, the Pee Wee team couldn't make it. You'll be playing the Detroit Red Wings. That's like the fourth South Park. So later on, I think it's Tanner Pearson takes a penalty. And... Lo and behold, Blackhawks convert on that too. Now we got a tie game. Who Son scored? Of a gun. Uh, I forget. I think it was. I forget who. A it member matter. of the Chicago Blackhawks. Ah, so remember Which Chicago. The Illinois. Illinois. All right. Yeah. All right. We not, got it. Not the Chicago Siberia that you've heard of. Um, yeah. So so now it's three three and it goes to overtime. And in overtime, the Chicago Blackhawks score again. Oh no. Game over. Now, it all pivots on Drew Doughty. If he had just taken the penalty and shut up and not not cussed out the ref and thrown his helmet... It would have been fine. Oh, he threw his helmet? He threw his helmet oh, in the penalty box. <laughs> in the oh, penalty box. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, they would have killed the penalty. He'd have been back on the ice. He'd have been fine. Now, here's the problem. Where's While he was freaking out, Anze Kopitar went over to him. Captain Anze Kopitar went over to him and told him to cool off before he took another penalty. And he didn't, and shook his head no. <laughs> and oh. after the game, and I should have asked for sound, because oh. I actually have the clip. Do you want to hear it? 
I really yeah. do. Yeah. yeah. Right. I mean, we can pause. Yeah, we can pause. We don't need to pause. Just keep talking. Yeah, yeah. We know magic. So Jesse's okay, going to throw this up. Sure. Do you have three headphones? Yep. Anze Kopitar. Uh, we've got two sets. I'll go grab them. Okay. Sure. Anze Kopitar did a thing that NHL players don't often do. He uh, spoke he his mind? He spoke honestly. <laughs> Whoa, weird. Did he like pass out after? <laughs> no. Sorry, uh, I, I only get one of those every year. <laughs> he just faints. Now, I got a question. Does, okay. does Drew Doughty sometimes lose his temper? Like, I'm sure everybody, I, everybody does. Like, I, can I, I picture, lose my temper. I can picture him losing his mind. Um, I can't remember when exactly. I, I kind of pissed him off when he came on the show. You did? Um, I wasn't here. Yeah, I basically, I told him to his face, hockey players are boring. <laughs> oh. But, I mean, come on, Drew. He's probably not boring in, in real life. He's just probably... I didn't call him boring, but maybe that's how he interpreted it. Anyway, I can picture him losing his mind. I don't remember when it's from. Uh, I know he has freaked out in the past. Hmm. Yeah. Perhaps it was when he was playing in the OHL with the Guelph Storm and he was drafted second overall in 2008 <laughs> by the Los Angeles... Can you tell we're stretching right now because Jesse is getting the sound ready? Yes, uh, the Guelph Storm are known for their maroon uniforms ah. and their cartoon character tornado that they have on their jerseys. Other notable... Do they have Guelph a tornado walking around the, the, the street? Google the Guelph Storm jersey. Oh Adam. my God. Google Guelph Storm logo. It's one of my favorite OHL logos. Okay. Oh no, I see the tornado, but but like, do they actually have a walking tornado oh, in the as stands? Their logo? Like I Carlton don't know. the Bear is somehow the Leafs? Probably. <laughs> Imagine when the Leafs just had a walking maple leaf. And his name, <laughs> I mean, they're called the Guelph Storm. So their mascot is called Guelphie, obviously. Is that true? No, I made that up. Oh, but okay. How great would that be? Jesse, this has been the hardest two minutes of my podcasting career. Are we ready? That says a lot about your broadcasting abilities. Whoa. Well, that was Whoa. the joke, Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not good at it. That was the joke. Thanks, I man. I that big attention. Just put it in advance. Go ahead. Let's do this guy freak out. So again, Anze Kopitar is asked about this situation. after the game. We'll address it. You know, it's it's about you know it's about the team. You can't uh, you know. I think he obviously feels bad about it, but he has taken a few this year, so hopefully he doesn't do it anymore. We pissed this one away. I mean, we had, there it is. you know, pretty much had the two points in the bank. And, uh, you know, like I said, we had some chances to make it 4-1. And most likely that's that's game. But we didn't do it. And like I said, we paid a price for it. No, hold on. I want to I correct something I said about the game because I watched the highlights early this morning. It didn't go to overtime. The Hawks won 5-3. So they didn't get any points. Oh, wow. Oh. That's my bad. Sorry, guys. Jonathan Taze That's so much worse. broke the tie with 158 left because they tied it before that. Woo. Woo. That's uh, tsn.ca with the sound. Wow. Um, so that took a turn. That took a turn because Kopitar, you can see. Like, we'll address it. I, I, yeah. Five, I thought five that, five that was pretty between... honest. Oh, him, yeah. Him saying we'll address it like. Yeah, but like that's still, it's pretty much nothing. It's basically, yeah, it's acknowledging he's upset, but, you know, we'll talk and you're not going to hear any of it. But it starts to get juicy at he's taken a few. 
but he's still speaking mm. very calmly. And then finally, he, we pissed it away. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think that's totally Andrew Doughty. They could have held the 3-2 lead. They're the Kings. And, but it starts with him. And he's an assistant captain. It starts and a leader, with him. And a Norris Trophy winner. Yep. Yep. And wants to get paid a lot of money. And will. And will. But no, it's it's unacceptable. It's unacceptable. He did. I mean, mm-hmm. let's let's be honest here. He kind of cost his team the game there. Let's be honest. I thought that was interesting. A real live soundbite from an NHL player, which wow. is pretty rare on this from show. From an NHL captain calling out an alternate captain. <laughs> That's actually very rare. Yeah. Leadership calling out leadership on the same team. Um, couple, a couple uh, little notes here before we do the thing that we're going to do before the press conference. Um, the <laughs> According to Deadspin... Some of the questions that NFL teams are asking at the draft combine, which we've seen clips of, um, are still as ridiculous as ever. Now, I only have a couple here, but Braxton Berrios, according to a tweet, said the strangest NFL question or the strangest question an NFL team has asked uh, was, what is Bitcoin and what is ISIS? At the draft combine. So they interview you, you do your fitness thing, and then they take you to a room and they interview you. And they make this a whole televised event. And obviously we've seen uh, some, some pretty amazing stuff they happen. They televise the interviews? No, they don't televise the interviews. Oh, okay. I was but like, they ask what? Him, what? And I wanted to ask you guys, what would be your, let's, let's look at this rationally. Okay. NFL team, multi, multi-million dollar organization, asking a potential draft pick, what is Bitcoin? What is ISIS? What would be, and those questions would be separate, what would be the reason? What, do you, what are you hoping to get out of that? Yeah. What so, are you hoping to deduce? So I, I, I got a little bit of insight on that. Uh, I want to say it was the 2010 draft combine. I got to go, and I heard some of the questions players were asked. And I think they just want to see your thinking skills and how quickly you can think. So what's Bitcoin? There's no way you're prepared for that question at all. You, you have no idea that that's coming and even if you know the answer, it's going to catch you off guard. So they want to see how quickly you adapt to that question. Don't unplug, Jesse. And how quickly you can answer them. Okay. So in the NFL, you got stuff flying at you that you're not expecting all the time. Different plays, maybe. Different plays, stuff you don't expect. There was that play that we were talking about where the player hears the play call, he knows what play's coming, and then it's not the play he thought it was at all. And he, you know, his team gets scored Think on. on your feet. You got to be able to think on your feet. So that is exactly why they asked them. Interesting. Okay. All right. I thought I'd throw that out there. Um, The Coyotes now have a three-pound poutine bowl available at every game. It's called the Power Play Poutine. Oh, my God. I'll tell you a little bit about it. This comes from uh, Kristen Keogh, who is a uh, Arizona Coyotes in-game host and a At 12 News contributor. Okay. Let's get soggy real quick. Yeah. First of all, poutine is uh, a dish best eaten quickly. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, so you can't. savor it to an extent, but yeah, don't let it get You all want it to be crunchy. Yeah, soppy mm-hmm. and soggy at the bottom of the thing. The power play poutine. It is a helmet full of poutine. Yeah. French fries covered with cheese curds and gravy. This is the bacon cheeseburger style, and it uh, it weighs three pounds. I'm, I'm going to applaud them. Whose Twitter can I see this on? Uh, at Kristen Keogh. I'll just send you the link here. Thank you. Um, she is the in-arena host for the Coyotes. I'm going to applaud them for making a proper poutine. Because there's a lot of places not in Canada, and some places in Canada, but they better be ready for a riot, that advertise that they have poutine, 
and it's not freaking poutine. No, it's just gravy and fries. And cheese. Shredded cheese. Nope. Not that poutine. is not poutine. It's got to be cheese curds. And they got to be fresh from the farm. They yeah. Be del- this, the, one, the, the cheese curds that squeak on your teeth. They're so oily. When I was most recently in Quebec, we just bought bags of cheese curds oh, and ate bad. them. They make a squeaky sound in your mouth, like you're chewing rubber. Only the fresh, though. But it's not It's not like rubber, is it? No. It's like delicious cheese curd. I'd have a hard time deciding between sex and cheese curds. They're so <laughs> Like, I, I, you may not know it to look at me, but I'm a cheese curd fanatic. You know? Like. I looked at you and thought you hated them. <laughs> you might not think of cheese curds at all when you look at me. <laughs> probably, probably mostly that. How much does this cost? That's what I would like to know. I think they were giving it away because she says get yours at section 119. So I'm assuming they might have been giving it away. Oh, dude, it's the States. Like $3.50. Like, <laughs> move yeah. that product. $3.50. We sell everything on volume, 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 yeah. volume. volume. Yeah. Crazy. It's true. Canada, $12. Yeah. The poutine's rare here. It's yeah. very rare. We have to go hunt it. It's crazy. It's like a, it's like a diamond. <laughs> yeah. um, it looks really good. It does look really good. So if we ever go to a Coyotes game, we're going to... Can can each of us take down a pound of that poutine? Because it's three pounds. Oh, yeah. The three of us could s- demolish that. No, no. He's saying each. No, no. no, 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 no. I'm saying he's one. not a pound oh, each. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't eat three pounds of poutine. No, no not, we should not eat three a... pounds of anything. That's, <laughs> that's probably die. not healthy. <laughs> mm, yeah, let's split a three-pound poutine. And it's funny because... How... I, I would love to know by the end of it how much of each of your spit I'd be drinking. That's freaking No, gross. we would get three different plates, Steve. Yeah, we could we could just get ask for a couple extra <laughs> plastic helmets. They're not like nice helmets. No. We don't have to all eat out of one. <laughs> and then bowl. we gotta wear them. <laughs> all three guys just okay, Steve. Steve, can you just just uh, tip it over here so I can yeah, get my fork Steve's in there? in the middle. We put no, it on okay. his lap. We're just, that's <laughs> yes, that's exactly what we'd be doing. No, First of all, I get the poutine. I am the epi- I am the poutine epicenter. Okay. Yeah, when we go to games, Steve me. tends to sit in the middle. Yeah, I do. So yeah, I've noticed that. Well, his name's on the show. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I'm a big deal. Yeah. He's writing a book. Yeah. Good How guy. many books have you written? Good guy. Writes books. <laughs> I wrote 3,000 <laughs> words the other day. Tries hard. Book. Likes letters. Writes books. <laughs> big fan. Syllables? <laughs> um, yeah. So if you, if you go to the Coyotes game, get the, pi- get the poutine. Tell us how it is. I'd like to know. And I hope the fries are thick cut, too. That's what I need. And whether or not you survive. Yeah. yeah if, mm. you, if you survive to tweet about it. Mm. Um, there's one last thing we have to do before the press conference. And I don't care if you guys have seen this. I know Jesse has because we were texting about it oh, on Friday. No. We we both yeah we've all seen this. No, but we need to go through. We it. We need to go through it. <laughs> I just want to. I've th- intentionally avoided this. Oh, you've never seen it? Oh, for crying out! Oh, loud. this is great then. So I hate you guys. The Utah Republican Party. Oh, for f- mm-hmm. oh. decided that it would be a good idea. Uh. To explain, it wasn't the Republican Party. It was the House of Representatives. It was the House, of, but I thought it was Republican control. I thought it was the Republican part of the House of Representatives because there's Republicans on that level too. I feel like we're getting caught up in details. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Regardless, <laughs> um, they decide to write a rap song about how a bill passes through the chamber, uh, which is the boring stuff, right? Please, please, God, no. And they decide that you know to be hip with the kids. The right thing to do is to write a rap song about it because the kids like rap. You know, these I'd days. R- I'd rather listen to it's, Fergie. I'd rather it's listen not to Fergie's the, anthem. It's not the same as when we were growing up and, you know, we were listening to Bad Company and stuff. Now the kids like the rap, so we got to try to do that. I'd rather listen to the guy who sold his expensive watch. And I forget his name. What's interesting about that is they chose one of the most recognizable rap songs in history. 
Oh, for the love of God. Which is the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air to no. ride it around. No, stop. They did. Stop the ride. And I don't have to tell you that it is not a diverse bunch. You can't make me go on this ride. Uh, I, I don't want to go. I, I, Adam. Are you ready for Adam, the- I'm begging you. <laughs> Panago.com and stuff your face with deliciousness. Are we ready? Are we the ready? show is done. Nope. Please. Nope. We're done. I don't... Oh, no. How long is this? How long? 116. Oh, right. I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to make it. I might make it. You have, to, you have to see this. How long is the instrumental? Keep going. This is a story all about how. Now, 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 this is a story Everything about that is a catastrophe. <laughs> so if you can't see the video, the video is great because it's got the lyrics in Comic Sans coming mm-hmm. across the bottom just in case you oh, want to sing no. along. Oh, my God. Chain Bear. How far? How far? <laughs> in Wait. this, a Chain Bear. No, oh, uh, my God. You, didn't, you, you missed that? Adam, we're 24 seconds. Don't scroll back. I'd like to take a minute and just sit right there. I'll tell you how Bill becomes on this or change back. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. Oh, man. <laughs> I have the worst friends. I have awful friends. All right, I now. Don't. Please, no. We're a quarter of the way in, guys, so only three quarters to go. Se- only 75% sorry, left. Sorry, th- how, how far in? Three quarters? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Just like it's mine, and I did it raised. And the law book is where they spend most of their day. Drafting out, maxing out, hardly relaxing, all cool. And I'll introduce some bills inside of house chambers. Oh my oh. God. <laughs> No! <laughs> uh, at least that guy was trying. He tried. That guy tried. Some of them don't try. That was the problem with this video, is that they didn't commit. So anyway... We'll pick it right back up. And I'll introduce some bills inside of House Chambers. We're more than a couple of guys talking to you with a deal. Are they making changes in committee on the hill? They make- By the way, that guy had a signed, uh, the guy that just did the last words, had a, has a signed Make America Great Again hat. And Wait. a Steelers thing as well, which I'm a little upset about. Signed Make America Great Again hat, Steelers. You can't be a Steelers fan. You were in revoked. Utah? Yeah. Oh, they're everywhere. We like a disease. Okay. It's good. Go Steelers. Are they making changes in committee on the hill? They make- Sorry, what? I thought you were talking about Trump supporters. Oh, They're no, everywhere. no, Steelers fans. Oh, okay. We're everywhere. Get one little fight, but it's just because they care. They say we're moving this bill back to the floor and we'll argue it there. He's Speaker Hughes pushes for a vote and the answer is clear. And the bill passes and goes over the Senate to hear. If it passes the Senate, then the bill is probably fair. You thought it was law, but it's just not quite there. It goes up to the governor to determine it. And if it's good, her Steve, you need to watch the very end. Oh, no. yeah, you Why? do need to, yeah, because you didn't, you didn't, you didn't wait. Oh my god, you're too, because I'm suffering, you're Adam, being too I'm Italian dying. about this, you need to, you need to, Adam, I'm dying, <laughs> your friend is dying. You need dying. to stop emoting for you just a second. Show him the guy at the end. You gotta figure out what to call the show after I die. All right, all right, check this out. He sticks his tongue out oh. at the end. Oh, and the guy behind him is offbeat with the dude. 
This is this all is about how. I'm taking the ones. I'm taking off my headphones. You can't make me anymore. You can't make me. Oh, I'm this, this, this is where. Break off. Stop. Sorry. This is where House of Cards loses me. Like all this secrecy and the oh, we can't let any of this embarrassing info get out. How do you not look at the, all the footage that they shot that day and just go burn it? <laughs> Burn it to ash. Where's your computer? Did you upload the footage to that computer? Give me your computer. I'm burning your computer. Somebody tweeted me and said, because uh, because I ran this on Kiss on on Friday. Uh, Greg Wyshynski retweeted it, and he's like, "Holy crap! Thing. Uh, thanks for finding this." Uh, and uh, somebody somebody else tweeted me and said, "Somebody got paid for that. Somebody got oh, paid for that." Oh my god! I wonder. Someone though, got paid to make that on their computer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jordans! Let's, ah! let's do the press conference. What does it mean that you made me listen the to that? Steve Dangle press I'm surprised. Conference. You know, I, you didn't you know it. that it hurts me. I, I, mean, didn't, I didn't take in a single word of that. Baggins Frodo 1 wants to know The way you guys have been talking about Roman Polak is pretty similar to the way Penn's fans talk about Matt Hunwick. Who would you rather have on your team right now? Current Roman Polak or Matt Hunwick? Ooh, Roman Polak. Because mm-hmm. his mm-hmm. contract expires at the end of the season. And Matt Hunwick's getting paid a lot of money, isn't he? He's got two more years left. He's getting paid more than Roman Polak. Hunwick, I mean, is probably a better player. You but have to remember that whatever. those two used to play together on our bottom Th- two. That was a pairing, guys. Penguins fans who complain about literally anything, just remember that was our pairing last year. Heading into the playoffs. Oh no, our sixth guy is Matt Hunwick. Oh no! <laughs> no! <laughs> our sixth guy funny. is maybe not Chris Letang. Oh no! Oh no! We had him as our seventh guy, but we had to resort to having him as our sixth guy oh! because we got Derek Broussard! Oh, oh no! <laughs> oh, life is just so hard <laughs> for you! <laughs> oh, it's impossible to be a penguin. Shut up! Shut up! Although it was pretty hard the other night when they friggin' lost eight to four. Crosby, Malkin, Broussard, Sheehan. Just gonna say Shan. Yeah. Castle. Hard to hard to feel sympathy. I wanna give a shout out to the most underrated NHL player of all time. Ever? Ever. Ooh. Dino Cicerelli. Nope. Okay. James Reimer. Alexander Ovechkin. Okay. On Saturday night. Yes. Recorded his ninth career 40-goal season. Yes. Unbelievable. Eh? Unbelievable. He is only behind Mario Lemieux, Marcel Dion, and Wayne Gretzky. Gretzky has 12 40-goal seasons. Ovi has nine. In a row. I think it's in a row, isn't it? Or is it just a row? Is it, or is it total? No, this is just total. It's total. Yeah, because Ovi's had like a 32 in the lockout. And that's right. Thing. 32 in the lockout. <laughs> yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. It was so like 30 games. A bunch of you just went, well, Gretzky had to play through a lockout. Yeah, well, so did Ovi. Um, one. Is Ovechkin underrated? Uh, seriously? Uh, yes. 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 He's underrated in a historical context, and I've said this every year for many years. I've basically written at least one love letter to Ovechkin's career uh, every year that I've worked at Sportsnet. He's uh, unbelievable, and we keep talking about his inevitable drop off, and haven't seen it. Haven't seen it. There was a question. season on this show early on that I remember Ovechkin didn't score for like the first twenty games. People were like, "Wow, 
he's he's fallen off and he he somebody asked him about it and he just laughed and then i think he scored 50 goals that year <laughs> like he just went on a tear yeah he was just like okay whatever yeah cool Ovi's, i'll just stop passing if i have to <laughs> ov will be 33 in september so when the next season starts he's currently at 598 goals I'm just so glad he didn't score his 600th against the Leafs. I'm just <laughs> yeah. so glad. I oh man, he needed a hat trick to do it. He scored in the first period. I'm like, here we go. All Is right. it a lock that he gets 200 more and passes Gordy Howe, who finished with 801? Is it a lock? boy? That's a lot of goals. 200 is a lot of goals. Like, let's pretend he starts it's dropping. Five off. years of 40 goals, right there. It's six years of 30. Six point six years of 30. That's a lot. So of years seven years of 30. Of 30? Because he'd be 39, right? Yeah. And he doesn't seem to have slowed down yet. Um, no. That's the thing. Like, usually you start to see the regression already from from what mm-hmm. analysis has told us. There are outliers, Patty Marlowe being one of them, yep. that continue to play well. If Patrick Marlowe, at almost 40 years old, can score 20 goals, or has he got to 20 goals yet? He's 19, whatever. Uh, I think he's at 20, he's, yeah. yeah he's he 27 last yeah. year. Yeah. I think Alexander Ovechkin can score that many at least mm-hmm. when he's that age. He's got to have the right support staff around him. Um, you know, he probably won't be with Kuznetsov anymore. But, you know, there, there's a guy with a bullet shot. And the thing with... Like, but the, then he'll be with Backstrom. Oh, no! no! <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh! Um, now i got to play with the guy I've had the most success with. Oh, oh no! Uh, yeah, the... the um, I think he can do it. I think he can do it. If you get one bad knee injury, though... Mm. You might be in trouble, but I think he can do it. Yeah, there's an asterisk on that. The, to me, <laughs> and also Gordy Howe's just unfair, man. Yeah, it should be like everybody and Gordy Howe's to the side. And you can't compare anybody to Gordy. Guy played in his fifties, man. That's the class he's in. Yeah, the class he's in is that. And like that's even, amazing. And by the way, like to pass Gordy Howe, he's going to have to pass 800 goals. If he gets to 700, he'll be, I think, the eighth player to do it. Like that's nuts. It's absolutely nuts. He's he's an all timer in in terms of goal scoring. There's really no other way to say it. And it's funny uh, that any argument about him just kind of went away over time. <laughs> I think it went away sometime after his like what sixth, fiftieth, fifty goal season. Whatever. Yeah. He might hit fifty still. Well, and it's funny. Are are the tendency now? And I think this has always been the tendency in humanity is to look at something great and go, but what's wrong with it? <laughs> you know, wow. you know, like, like, hey, that at, feels like a, like a shot at me. Like as soon as Elon Musk launched an, uh, a rocket, people were like, well, but here's what's problematic about Elon Musk, Adam and Elon Musk littered in space. There was a giant <laughs> car garbage floating there. And that's disrespectful to the universe to mother space. Envir- <laughs> environment. Wait, is this like, real? Was that a thing? Yeah. I think there was it's serious. You guys. Yeah. Cause it's going to Mars now. So. Climate change. Okay. Universe that's change. Real. <laughs> that is real. Okay. No, but Elon Musk contributed to climate change by littering in space. I feel like it's he might have contributed climate, a couple man. other things. I feel like... Oh. <laughs> Jesse's just been a troll. I think I've done the a thing really is... good job of not reading any think pieces. Yes, I think that the idea is sometimes... They're mostly bad. Because a person is great at one thing, it doesn't mean they're great at all things. Alexander Ovechkin is a Alexander Ovechkin is a prolific goal scorer. Yep, outstanding offensive player. Mm -hmm. Maybe not great on defense. And you know what, Adam? I think I think you made a real breakthrough. I think uh, (laughs) I think that's okay. 
So rude. And but that was the thing. People are like, well, he doesn't back check. I'm with him. I'm with him. He scores 50 goals a year. Yeah, but he doesn't back check. He scores more goals than anyone. Carlson doesn't kill Get enough penalties. Get someone else to back check. <laughs> Carlson doesn't kill enough penalties is one of my favorite ones. Oh, Get oh. someone else to back check. You sounded like George Costanza. Is that hard? <laughs> you sound like I can't. I can't pick up a third line center to back check. Scored forty goals again. That's not good enough for you. Hoochie <laughs> <Hoochie> mama. <laughs> That's you. It's true. You're right. That's you. You're right. As I said. The day the Leafs win the Stanley Cup, the next day, there will be an article, probably from Steve Simmons of the Toronto Sun, and I know he'd be happy what? to write this, where he would say, here's why the Leafs are not going to win next Who year. Me? And Who? I would say that to Steve. I'd be like, Steve, that would be your article. That's your article. And he'd be like, hmm, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> Let me get to that. <laughs> people do that. It's like, you know what? Steve Jobs. Shitty to people around him. Also changed the world. I think Both are not... Mutually exclusive. They're, they're together. That happens. Here's how it goes, Adam. Vincent Van Gogh, really great. Cut off his ear because a girl didn't like him. Weird. But he's a great painter. And then you take it to an Adam Wilde place. And there you just you, there, I don't think that's are. very relevant Vincent here. Vincent Van Gogh? <laughs> no, Jesse. It absolutely is. I'm just is. saying people yeah, are flawed, yeah. man. All right. Let's, uh, Can let's we be put flawed? some tinfoil on this potato. Alexander Ovechkin <laughs> is flawed. Wayne Gretzky's flawed. You know, the problem with Wayne Gretzky is he can't fight anyone. He'll be a blood stain on the boards, is what scouts said about him in 1979. That is a real oh, quote. Let's put some sure blood, we're right blood about on that. these boards. Is what on they on said. Potatoes. <laughs> blood on these. Bloody let's wrap potato. up this bloody potato. <laughs> oh my god, that's gross. Yeah. I don't even remember what I was going to say now. I'm right. just saying, Ali. Oh, here's 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 what's going to happen. Okay, the Leafs are going to win the cup. Steve Simmons is going to write an article about how the Leafs didn't win the cup properly. The next they day, they didn't win the, the cup properly. They didn't win the cup properly. Oh, okay. The next day. Steve Simmons is going to write a piece about how the piece he wrote from the previous day wasn't a good enough piece. And then he's just going to pixelate and disappear like Star Trek. No, and also mixed doubles curling is not a real sport. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be the last thing he says, it's not a real sport. And he will disappear and go to wherever say, Star Trek people go. Just so you know, I would say this to Steve Simmons. I'd be like, this is your brand. This is on brand for you. He knows. I think he knows very well. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Elliot said it on the, it was on the, it was part of the 31 Thoughts conversation. He's like, I don't know, some people make a good career out of being contrarians. Uh, Bob McCowan, Damian Cox, Steve Simmons. And yeah. I'm like, that's, boy, if that's not the Mount Rushmore of <laughs> Toronto co- contrarians, I mean, we're only missing one head. Who, who, do, who else do we need? That's a blogger. Good. Just bloggers. We just, <laughs> just, just. And just the pension plan puppets logo. <laughs> Is the fourth head. <laughs> That's all it is. And we're done. <laughs> and we're done. There you go. The Mount Rushmore of cantankerous Toronto personalities. You know, they're not even that cantankerous anymore. It's the old writers that were super but cantankerous. they left an impact. They sure did. I mean, the brand's still there, but like the new the, the new breed that they have there, they're, they're pretty straightforward. Yeah, they're just kind of like polite writers. Yeah, just, they're really they're nice. Like they're writing. great. They're doing great work, but it's like, yeah, they're not like... Yeah. Where they would there there used to be when we started this show and it it wasn't that long ago but there was like open fights on Twitter yeah. between journalists and the pension plan to the, puppets to the writers of pension plan <laughs> like they puppets. wouldn't even DM it'd be like yeah well fuck you fuck <laughs> you too <laughs> to the current writers of pension plan puppets be dicks we miss you <laughs> I want you to be I want Scott Wheeler to just come out of nowhere just. 
ride off his Harley onto Twitter, nah, 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 and just all of a sudden be a badass. <laughs> but Scott's with the Athletic, man. Oh, that's right. So he doesn't count. He oh, doesn't... but he does because they're not a real newspaper. Remember that? <gasps> Whoa! I didn't say that. I'm just making. There's some. There's been some friction between the Athletic and uh, some other newspaper entities. So he's he's Kylo Ren. Who's then, Scott Wheeler is Kylo yeah, Ren, and Myrtle is the other dude. Who's the Who's Kylo Supreme, Ren's boss? Supreme Leader Snoke. Yeah, that one. I don't know. He seems more like I feel like it's like he's lanky enough. You think so? Yeah. How do you feel he he'd take that? I don't know. I think he'd be. I don't he, know. He'd come up with some. He chart probably. About he why probably it's not the greatest comparison. Yeah, he'd probably make fun of us more for like stupid Jack Skellington or something. <laughs> yeah. That's what he'd do. <laughs> anyway, I should have told this anyway. to his face yesterday, but I don't know. It didn't yeah. occur to me then. Um, don't yell at me. <laughs> The Mount Rushmore of Contrarianism is fantastic. Please, somebody is. make a play. <laughs> Loco. Bob and also, Cowan, Damian Cox, make sure Steve you Simmons include Steve Kenny. on a Saving Private Ryan in the trenches. Uh, yeah. <laughs> movie and poster. what's great about each one of those heads on the Mount Rushmore is they would all be disgusted to be associated with each other. Yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> You're putting me in the same cover. <laughs> Here's an article on why I don't belong next to that guy. The Mount Rushmore, and they're all just side eyeing each other, <laughs> looking over their shoulder because they don't want to be beside each other. This is in rock. One of the most bananas conversations we've ever had, man. Yeah, That's I think we're done here. Uh, no, no, we got one more, right? Oh Jesse? my god, no more question. No, no, we're done. We lost the plot a long time ago, here, fellas. Guys, I think it's time we put a bow on this present. <laughs> should we you know, maybe? Should, I would like to wrap up this tasty potato. Okay, let's, let's maybe put some <laughs> some feet on the pavement and get rolling. Yeah, okay, all right. So hey, remember we April seventh? We have the gall to criticize how other people talk about. Us. Oh my god! Listen, well, it's not like we don't get it back. Come on. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? You're right. April 7th. Screw all of you. You're more than welcome to criticize me. I don't care. April 7th. I'll no, you're it. not. Who are you? <laughs> we'll see you April 7th at homestand.ca. Maybe. Go RSVP. Maybe, maybe I won't come. Maybe. Can we invite the Mount Rushmore of contrarianism <laughs> to be guests on the show? Let's send really sweet invites. <laughs> like wedding invites. <laughs> like covered in just like in, frill. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I like that. Or the new the new thing is just to include the, to make it look like it's rustic. Like there's like sticks in yeah. the envelope. And it'll be like the painting from the Sistine Chapel or, or whatever. What's the one where they're touching fingers? Yeah. Yeah. But we'll put like our three heads on one of them. And like Damien Cox is on the bottom one. And Touching that's the one that we send to him. <laughs> I like that. That's kind of nice. Just a nude, ancient Damien Cox touching fingers with us. If we do ever interview him, I'm going to ask him about, because he's got this thing, and he's been on this for years, about how the NHL would be better with 24 teams. And anything above that's too much, because there aren't enough good hockey players. I'd love to have that debate with him. I think that'd be fun. Is he the guy who just sits in the middle of a courtyard and goes, <laughs> change my mind? I think on just so. any given topic? Yeah. Would you ever get rid of offsides? In the NHL, get rid no. of both blue eyes. Jeff Merrick's a big proponent of that, isn't yeah. he? That's what reminded me of your Damien thing. Yeah, but he's punk rock man. Yeah, he's punk rock. It's different his thing, man. No, we would never uh, do it. I'd get consider it. I think yeah. it's worth considering because I don't know. Like there were a couple times last night where I saw the teams go offside, and I'm like, what exactly is the point of this? And people always respond, well, it's to prevent cherry picking. Well, you have the same number of players, you know. So I would like to see offside start at the red line, like in soccer. Do you know what I mean? Oh. Mm. 
So that one, like, yeah. So it's just, it's just that, like. Now you're leaving more no, up but to the then, rest, aren't you? No, because I'm trying to think. You would delay zone exits, right? Because then you would, you would have to have the puck carrier cross the red line first, and that's a little weird. Or the puck goes across the red line first. Maybe that. I don't know, like basketball, like, you know, it's... Well, it's, basketball, there is none. Oh, there's no... Yeah. <laughs> and, and there's no cherry-picking in the there's NBA. Touch, or it's not touchback. What's it called in basketball where you pass Over the ball and back? back? Over and back, yeah. And, but no one ever gets that. Um, I don't know, maybe, like... I don't. I feel there has to be some sort of uh, offside. And the thing in soccer is you got time to figure it out. Because in soccer, if you run ahead of the last defender, you're offside mm-hmm. without the ball. What if What if the sport is perfect, Adam? It's not, but okay. What if it was perfect, though? All right, all right Steve. Yeah, hockey, yeah, that didn't further the, the conversation yeah, no. we're having at all, but <laughs> yeah. thank you for that. I appreciate that. I just, I it is, I mean, listen, your name's on the show, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes Steve just wants to say something. <laughs> the Mount Rushmore of this show is just four of my head. <laughs> and Vancouver Jesse. In the <laughs> it's three of my head and Jim Bennett. Hey. <laughs> my name's Chris. Get oh, right. <laughs> Sorry, Chris. <laughs> Follow the guys on Twitter at Steve underscore Dangle, at Adam W-Y-L-D-E, and at Jesse Blake. The Steve Dangle Podcast. Brought to you by Panago Pizza. Order at panago.com and stuff your face with deliciousness.